everyone. I'm Maddie. And I'm Olivia. And we are so excited to welcome you back to The, the Bigger, Bigger Picture. Picture. Today, we're going to begin the first part of our two-part episode where we will talk about some ghostly encounters. All right, let's get started. Okay, Maddie, what do you have for today? All right, I am sharing my story today from historichotels.org. Um, it's about the Admiral Inn located in Baltimore, Maryland, and it's no stranger to ghost stories. There's a few that I found, but I picked one that I would like to share. And it says that this hotel has been considered the most haunted hotel in the country. Guests have often reported seeing floating sailors and disappearing butlers knocking on their doors. <laughs> a hotel manager is also said to have heard a loud party after the hotel was evacuated during a hurricane. This comes as no surprise as parts of the building date back to 1770 when it was a theater and a boarding house where seamen, immigrants, and ladies of the night would pass through. Yes. <laughs> In room 218, guests have been woken up by the sound of footsteps to see a figure of a woman dressed in old-fashioned clothing walking through the wall. Urging the guest to go back to sleep, she walks away to check on another guest. Guests believe that this is a nurse who tended to the ill sailors during the war. Many of these nurses died of the plague themselves. The hotel even has a canine ghost. However, no one knows of the story behind the dog seen playing and romping in the halls. Aww. Don't be surprised if you wake up to an old lady aproning sitting on your bed watching you sleep if you visit the inn. Close your eyes and reopen them and she disappears off to thin air such as the dog. Other accounts are lights turning on and off with no explanation, alarm clocks going off in the middle of the night, Ooh, that sounds really scary. That sucks. Late at night, guests have called the front desks to complain about a party in the room next to them. You can only imagine how the staff feels trying to explain away the fact that there is no one checked into that room. After a hurricane forced an evacuation of the hotel, a loud party was heard carrying on upstairs. However, the hotel was empty. The same occurrence happened in 2003 after Hurricane Isabel. Again, the hotel was evacuated and the manager was stumped. Apparently, those seafaring sailors partied on into the afterlife with their women and booze. <laughs> Some of those ladies of the night have reportedly been struck as well. Ladies of the night reports from guests seen a woman sitting in a room, perhaps waiting for her next John to come. Others say they have seen a woman sitting at the foot of the bed. I definitely wouldn't want to stay in room 218. I think I would. Really? Just for one night, bro? No way. Time. No way. <laughs> I would not sleep. <laughs> What's your story for today? Okay, so my story or stories are actually my own encounters. Really? Mm-hmm. But I think I will save my scariest encounter for the next episode. But until then, I think the best way to start this is with the very first experience that I had with the other side. All right, so I was seven years old, living in Farmingdale in a small white house with my two brothers and my mom. It was the day of the Super Bowl, and I can be sure of this because my twin brother and my mom and I had gone to the local Hannaford to get some snacks for the game, and while we were there, my brother and I got matching balloons. 
Later that night, I tied my balloon to the living room lamp, said goodnight to my mom, and walked through the long hallway and then into my room and soon fell asleep. However, during the night, I woke up. There wasn't anything that startled me awake or a bad dream or anything like that. But when I looked up, my balloon, which had been tied to the living room lamp and would have had to have turned corners to get to its position at the end of my bed, was floating closer and closer to my side. I honestly wasn't that scared at the moment. Instead, I got up, took the balloon, and tied it even tighter around the pole of the lamp. And as I got comfortable in my bed again, I watched as the balloon floated through the doorway and slowly bobbed towards the side of my bed. At this point, I was terrified and confused, and with nothing better to do, I ran downstairs to my mom's room to wake her up and tell her what had happened. She was obviously disgruntled and slightly annoyed that I had woken her up over a balloon, but nonetheless, she followed me up the stairs, grabbed the balloon, and tied the balloon to the lamp at least three times until I felt satisfied and went back to the bed. But again, after my mom had walked back downstairs, the balloon floated into my bedroom, past my feet, and over to my right side, stopping once it was close to my pillow. At this point, I could barely get myself to get out of bed. I was so terrified. But finally, I worked up the courage, rolled out of my bed, and swinged downstairs and slipped into my mom's bed. I was so scared that when I woke up, I was in the same position I had fallen asleep in. Much later, just a few years ago, we were living in a different house, and my mom told me that the small white house in Farmingdale had been home to an old couple. Both of them had died in the house just a few years prior to us buying it. All of this to say that I think it is very possible that the old couple, like grandparents, re-gifted me my balloon. That is very scary. Mm-hmm. I've never had an encounter like that, but I do not want to. <laughs> no way. It was honestly a good few years before I kind of like thought about it again. And I was like, you know what? Like, that is not a normal thing. Like, that doesn't just happen, you know? Did your mom say anything about it? No. Well, she was a single woman living with her three children in the small house, you know, by herself. So I think she just kind of, like, pushed it to the back of her mind. Like, like she didn't want to She didn't, yeah, it. because... That makes sense. I would yeah, not want to either. Yeah, so... No way. Yep. Scary. <laughs> All right, I think that will wrap up our eighth episode. We have just one episode left. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. We hope to have you back for part two of our Ghost Encounters, two-part special, where we get to hear about Olivia's scarier story. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone.